Hi, this is the Think Queerly podcast, and I'm your host, Darren Steele. As a queer thought leader, a neuro coach, and a writer, I help LGBTQ creators and change makers develop and increase their self-mastery so they can go from confusion to making an impactful difference in the world. Well, today I have something interesting. Cultivating leadership that cares about its employees, the role of neuroscience in diversity, equity, and LGBTQ inclusion. Okay, don't go running, because I know that sounds really sciencey and maybe super boring, but it's not. What's going to be interesting about today's episode is the common good aspect, the belonging aspect, the humanity aspect that neuroscience can provide clarity about in understanding how we can create better workplaces, whether it be a small five-person firm or a company with thousands of employees. Because it's an organic thing. It depends on leadership very much, top-down in most kind of corporate structures, to be enlightened and also empowered to you know, create this culture where people feel like they belong. But within belonging, there can be tribalism. And that tribalism may be problematic, could be binary. So while I'll leave the expertise to others who are experts in diversity, equity, and inclusion, like, for example, Michael Bach, who I've had on the podcast a couple of times, <clears throat> Excuse me. And of course, he's got a number of fantastic books out that you can purchase, as well as a huge amount of resources. I want to talk about the human aspect. So, once you get past the here are the strategies that you can do in leadership, here are the ways that you can measure, here are the things you can put into play in hiring or in review processes, and so on and so forth. That's all great. But what this comes down to is that if your animal brain, is not happy at work, you're going to feel like somebody is rattling your cage. So what does that mean? Now, in neuroscience, the ACC is an acronym for the anterior cingulate cortex. It is the part of the brain that is commonly referred to as the animal or the mammalian brain, mammal. Now, most animals have basic needs for things like food and shelter and safety and procreation. And if those needs are met, the animal feels safe, right? Have you ever seen that on a nature show or something like that? If somebody's trying to sort of corner an animal, um, it feels trapped. It doesn't feel safe. If not, if they don't feel safe, they're going to experience higher levels of stress And also threat, perhaps existential threat, if they haven't had something to eat in a week. Well, humans, we have exactly the same needs, which is very much what connects us on the natural level with our mammalian, call it brethren, (laughs) the relationship we have with the other creatures on this planet. These show up for us as our core programming our drives that become emotions and those are hunger which then we can intellectually perceive as oh i'm feeling hungry i'm feeling peckish 
feeling connected, feeling love, feeling sexual, feeling the need for generally termed procreation, and feeling safety, that you've got a nice home, you feel warm, the electricity works, it's cold outside, but you're warm inside, you don't have any worries. So the ACC, the anterior cingulate cortex, has another meaning that can be used in a personal leadership, behavioral change standpoint. I use this in my coaching. And in this context, ACC is also an acronym for acceptance, connection, and care. I give credit to my coach, Dax Moy, for teaching that to me. And acceptance, connection, and care are core human emotions, which collectively, independently, they demonstrate love in the largest sense of the word, okay? Love light, love intense, whatever. But when any one of these emotional needs is not met, we don't feel safe. So if you don't feel accepted in a certain situation, somebody disses you, Um, You show up into a room of people at the office and you get funny looks. You're not going to feel accepted. You're going to feel like something's wrong. If you can't connect with people at the office, if you can't connect with leadership, you're going to feel a stress or a threat. What we're not quite aware of that's happening in this part of our brain, because it doesn't really communicate with us directly through thoughts like, hey, Darren, mammalian brain here. You're not feeling kind of connected. No, that's a feeling. And our analytical brain is trying to interpret what our animal brain is doing. We're constantly seeking safety in our surroundings, in our environments. And that includes our social environments, whether that be at home with the people we live with or in the workplace. The anterior cingulate cortex is like a movement sensor. You know, you've activated the alarm when you've left the house and it's constantly assessing, you know, am I safe? Am I safe? Am I safe? Is there anybody here in the room? The ACC is trying to determine, am I feeling connection with others? Is it a mutual thing? Do I feel accepted by this person? Like, you know, are they putting up any kind of feelings or language or energy that makes me feel that I'm, I'm not safe with them? And does this person care about my well-being? Take, take person and expand that into a group of people. Take person and expand that into the leadership or the company. Do you feel connected, accepted, and cared for by the company? This assessment of our environment helps us determine the level of threat and safety to our emotional well-being. If you don't feel emotionally well, you don't perform well. You ever experienced that? Something has happened at home, something has happened at work, and you're starting to doubt yourself for whatever reason, and your performance drops because you're struggling to get back into your logical, rational brain. But the mammalian brain is taking over because there's something that doesn't feel right. One of those needs is not being met. So if the ACC, if the anterior cingulate cortex determines that you're safe, you can relax in your social environment, whether that be one other person in the office or whether that be hundreds of people. If you feel safe around others, then you can feel accepted for who you are. You feel like you belong in that group. But 
if you don't feel safe enough, safe enough to be freely out and open as an LGBTQ plus individual, you, you can't. You're never, you're, you're, you will never feel fully accepted or connected or cared for. You won't feel loved. You won't feel respected. You won't feel like you belong. Now, if you happen to be in a leadership position in any capacity, this could even be at an organization. It doesn't have to be a business, but any kind of situation where you are in charge of supervisor in a supervisory capacity or in a leadership capacity, do your staff, do your members feel safe? Do they feel accepted? Do they feel cared for? Do they feel that the company has their dignity and well-being and best interests at heart? Ideally, do staff or the membership, do they see themselves reflected in the corporation or in the organization's values and belief and mission statement? Or are they somehow forced to fit in? They're kind of like, well, to use an apt metaphor, are they a triangle that is trying to be hammered into a circular hole? God, that sounded kind of sexual. I was thinking of like that little kid's game by Fisher Price with like the, you know, the soft rubber hammer and uh, never mind. Anyway, (laughs) if staff see themselves reflected in the corporation's values and beliefs and mission, that gives them a sense of safety. If they feel like they're being forced to fit in, that's going to create discomfort misalignment, misalignment with values and beliefs, and a feeling of threat. So the question as a leader becomes, or the question I would ask a leader, I would ask you, is what form of assessment have you conducted to determine how how safe your staff feel in their work environment to freely be, to freely show up and express who they are? without feeling any kind of stress or threat. So let's get into sort of the common good morality aspect of this. Acceptance, connection, and care, ACC, translate into other words like love and respect for individual human dignity. Translate or can also mean however you want to interpret this. Now, from a diversity, equity, and inclusion, a DEI perspective, it's really helpful to look at synonyms and antonyms um, for these three ACC terms, acceptance, connection, and care, which will help us better understand the dynamic aspects of empowering inclusive leadership. Now, please understand this also applies to BIPOC individuals, okay? I'm focusing on LGBTQ because this is Think Queerly. But this applies to anyone who is not considered part of the norm, which is just a stupid fucking idea that we have to label as such. Heteronormativity is a stupid fucking idea. Okay, there, I've said it. All right, let's come back to the point. Let's look at the synonyms for acceptance, connection, and care and start with acceptance. So lots of words we can use to understand acceptance. And it's important to look at this because this language might show up in your workplace. This language might be something that you use as a leader or that you have heard as an employee or a member or you see on the corporation's website or in the mission statement or if they have like a values, uh, a set of values on their website as well. 
So here they are. Synonyms for acceptance are approval, acknowledgement, concurrence, recognition, ally, friend, association, network, kinship, reciprocity, mentor, sponsor, partnership, affiliation, togetherness, relationship. If, if you're interested in all of these different points here, they're all available in the show notes, which are in the link in, uh, in, in the show notes for this episode. So synonyms for connection, contact, network, relation, acquaintance, ally, association, friend, kinship, reciprocity, mentor, alliance, partnership, togetherness, relationship, and union. Now you may recall some of those words are repeated. Okay, because acceptance, connection, and care are all relational in the sense of relationships, but they also relate to each other and they all sort of communicate and work together to make that bigger idea of love. And finally, synonyms for care, responsibility, effort, conscientiousness, supervision, attention, nurture, and joy, love, value, protest, trust. Sorry, not protest, protect. Trust, interest, regard, respect, watchfulness, guardianship. I'm actually surprised that leadership isn't in there, but I certainly would have included it had I found it when I was doing my research. Um, But I think leadership as a word might almost be too broad, but leadership can be caring depending on how it's delivered, right? Now, let's consider the antonyms, the opposites not quite opposites, but antonyms for acceptance, connection, and care. And these demonstrate that leadership that is not inclusive will affect how an employee feels in a workplace or a member of an organization feels in a workplace that doesn't support a culture of inclusion and equity. So antonyms for acceptance, disapproval. Disagreement, denial, opposition, disbelief, rejection, exclusion. Like you don't belong to our club. Don't even try to fit in. Antonyms for connection. Disconnection, opposition, antagonism, division, separation, disunion, avoidance, enemy, other. The ultimate in disconnection is when people are put in cages This has been happening still to this day. Or where countries are trying to kick people out and create ethnic divides, for example. Finally, antonyms for care. Apathy, carelessness, disinterest, disregard, disrespect, indifference, neglect, inattention, negligence. You ever heard the expression or sometimes read about people who are starved? for love and affection, and literally died of a broken heart. And in the case of dying of a broken heart, it's that they were missing. Somebody, perhaps, that they loved was taken away from them through death, um, maybe just passing or through an accident. But if you think of the lives of children that were in foster homes or were in adoptive care that didn't have families, Or when you think of the young child who is identifying as possibly trans or non-binary or gay or lesbian that is being disregarded, that is being 
told by not being able to find out anything in their school system in the United States through indifference, that they're not recognized, they're not seen. That's so incredibly damaging to their emotional development and well-being. So to conclude, the opposite of love is not hate. When you don't feel seen or respected or included, when you don't feel like you're part of the team, part of the group, when you don't feel cared for, you don't feel loved. So the closest true opposite to love is indifference. It's a disregard and a not caring or neglect when someone intentionally chooses not to care, not to connect with you, not to accept you for who you are, to withhold the dignity that every single person deserves. The opposite of love is indifference. So if you're working in a corporation that seems to be leading from indifference, maybe it's time to quit. Or to work with other individuals in that organization or business who are allies or who are also LGBTQ identified and say enough. It's time for change. It's time for an empowered inclusive, loving, and equitable work environment. And it just is the apt conclusion to sort of ask if any aspect of this ACC triad, acceptance, connection, and care, and any of its antonyms is missing from a corporation's DEI program, from a corporation's diversity, equity, and inclusion program, hopefully they have one, What kind of work environment is being cultivated? And what can you do to change it? If you have any questions about this, please feel free to send me an email or leave me a comment. I just thought now that I'm going to include links to Michael Bach's podcast, The Thought Leader in Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. And you'll find links to his books if this is information you want to pursue more on your own. And of course, if you've been struggling, you know, trying to make a difference in where you work or as a queer thought leader or creative, let's meet for a conversation. You can find out how to do that by heading over to my website under the Let's Work Together menu item or just click on the link that I'll have in the show notes. Thanks for listening. It's June 2022. So happy Pride once again.